my mantra is very much a perfect Christmas doesn't have to be perfect. But in fact, actually a perfect Christmas probably shouldn't be perfect. Hi, I'm Michelle. A random meeting in the street with my fabulous friendly neighbour Liz resulted in the creation of this podcast. Finding ourselves at the same stage of life, we've got to know each other over cups of tea and maybe something stronger on my sofa. With seven kids and stepkids between us, we've been around the block a bit and are now redefining ourselves in midlife as empty nesters. Join us on the sofa for a chat. There's always room for one more. So welcome to Two Women Chatting. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're looking at our last episode of 2022. It's nearly Christmas. I can't believe that. It's beginning to look like Christmas. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, Christmas songs are getting on my nerves. Already? Already. But they've been going on since like October. Oh, uh, well, I don't, I do not, I have Magic FM on from about the 1st of December, but oh, when do you hear them in October? Everywhere. Shops. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. So, um, how are you getting ready? Are you excited about all the kids coming back? I am, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready at last. Well, I was ready until this morning. What happened? <laughs> My Christmas tree. It was up. I was really pleased. Looking back at it, doorbell went. Now I know why I don't put the Christmas tree in the hallway. Harry? No. Old Harry? No. 15-year-old charge, because I put it where he normally sits. The light switch. <laughs> The light lead. I caught it as it was going down. Oh my god! Because he's almost—he's pretty <laughs> he's like, blind, yeah, isn't yeah. he? He didn't care, and then he reversed back <laughs> and took half the baubles off, but didn't go completely. But yeah, so that's my lesson. There is a reason why it doesn't go there. <laughs> I put it there because it'd be easy because I—I I could actually go up to the top of the stairs and put the fairy on yeah. the top. All right, fairy or star, which one are you going with? I went for star this year. Reason being, it's got a picture of Emma and her best friend George and Tristan and his best friend James on either side when they were kids. Well, not that kid. Emma and, Emma and George made it about 10 years ago. So every oh. year it goes up now. Oh, that's me. cute. They hate it, but I love it. I've got um, a fairy and I think it was probably made in, I don't know, circa 1946 or something. Yeah. I found it when my mum moved out of her um her flat last year to move into retirement living, we went through all of her stuff and there was a box. Um, and um, in this box was, oh, God, it just brought back such memories. There was these little Chinese lanterns that we used to put up. And, you know, there was a certain shape of bauble. Do you know, like a teardrop? Yeah, I remember well. And they were yeah. really bright coloured, weren't they? Like oh. intense purple and pink. Oh, my God. So I've got some of those and I found this fairy and it's, I mean, it's not the prettiest fairy in the world, but it, I just remember from my childhood when that used to go yeah. up. No, I, I don't know what happened to us. My mum gave me her old one. We, I think we broke it. It's we've got, we've got of... an angel as well, but we've only done one Christmas tree this year. Yeah, It's the kind of thing that you hand on, isn't it, to your kids, really? Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if they'll want the star <laughs> with their faces on it. Well, I was out in Berlin last week. Oh, oh my gosh. I wanted to go to a Christmas market in, in Germany for years and years. So two years ago... Um, you know, kind of covid times when mm. we thought that there was a little gap and you could travel, turned out you couldn't. And so I had to use up my credit at some point. So I went with a friend called Natalie and it was uh, really cold, but really beautiful. And the people in the hotel were saying, oh, well, there's this one and this one and this one. That one's a bit touristy. You may not like it. That was the one we loved. <laughs> <Of course> you <laughs> would. And it was full of glue vine and, you know, just gorgeous the top stuff oh yeah all the ornaments and and the um the ferris wheel and um 
lots of bratwurst sausages and every kind of nut you can imagine. Oh, it was lovely. They really do nice. the well. They do mm. do the well. There's, a, there's Christmas shops there the whole year, aren't there? I know. I mean, in Frankfurt, there is a Christmas shop that's open all year. Oh, I couldn't be doing that in summer, oh, could you? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, that was a really fun, fun time. All right. You remember last year, and I was saying <laughs> somewhat smugly about the advent calendars, about oh, God, yeah. getting, what was it, 75 <laughs> different little bits and pieces to put in the, you know, the nice ones with the drawers and we'll yeah. forget that this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Your kids just, aren't listening. No, they know. I didn't, I didn't do I said that. I'm back to a stocking and it'll yeah. be full of practical stuff like underwear and toothbrushes Socks, and yeah. things like, and bath yeah. salts, you name it. But uh, I don't know. It seems silly right now with the cost of living crisis when people are more worried about heating up their homes. Well, about heating, it's a bit chilly in here. I hate to say this. I am <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's everything. I did take my scarf off, but I'm tempted to put my gun again. Yeah, you, you know, where your gilet? <laughs> my gillette. <laughs> your gillette. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, yeah. they, these are times when we need to think a bit more economically. And I've said to the kids, do not get us all a gift. Just go in together, the three of yeah. you. A nice just gift. buy something, one, one thing only for <laughs> each person. Now, I think um, a little bit of... Uh, Economy is not or, or, a bad audacity. idea. Is it audacity the word? Audacity. No, not audacity. <laughs> Austerity. Oh the audacity. That's the the audacity of the austerity. Oh, God, my brain is not getting better. I'm not drinking. I'm not, you know, menopausal, and I'm, but I am. I think you're just basically, it's, it's a lizism. It's, it's a lizism, but I don't think I was... You can't even say lizism. <laughs> I can't speak properly. Oh, and bird flu, have you got your turkey? Uh, well, my husband went up to the... What's I call my husband? Paul, my husband, yeah. went up to the markets yesterday. He goes up to Smithfield, Smithfield's with his mate. They drive up at three in the morning and they got a turkey. Well, a turkey breast. So you put that in the freezer now, do you? Yeah. Yeah. I managed to get one from a local butcher's because they're just running out everywhere. Yeah. Why do, we don't really need turkey, though, do we? We don't we? need it. I mean, it's traditional, I, but, you know, I've got mm. myself a little turkey crown and I'll put that in the freezer and I yeah, know I'm done. Right. And... I don't know. I think I'd rather have a you know nice tenderloin nice of beef, beef or something. I love steak. Yeah, I think yeah. Boxing Day we're really going low key this year. Just a salad and. Uh... Oh, we always do that. My mother-in-law every single year. Oh, this is the this is always my favourite part of Christmas. All the leftovers. Well, that's that's what it's meant to be, isn't it? Boxing Day when the servants you're letting your servants go home for the night. Yeah, well, I think I'll let them off for the day, and I'll let them have a little pat lunch. One thing that I am going to do from last year, remember I said that I'm going to sort of get each kid to have their own thing. So I'll probably put Josh in in charge of the bar. Mm. I want to make peppermintinis, so I'm getting Flissy to bring home um, a big bag of uh, mini candy canes from mm. the states. And you crush them all up, you put them on the rim of a glass with some egg white. And then you... <laughs> what? What's funny about that? <laughs> Just imagine. It's beautiful. It's Instagram. Well, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Well, no, anytime. You wait, I'm going to put a picture yeah. of it. It's going to look so, gorgeous. Okay, so it's got candy cane. So red and white sort of crushed up canes. Yes, around the rim. Nog. Not eggnog, egg white. Oh, egg white. <laughs> like the glue. Even then, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then what? What goes in it? Vanilla vodka. And um, 
babies, I think. Oh, something like that. Anyway, well, I mm. got it. Yeah, I've got the recipe. Yeah. So, so he's on on the bar. He's on that. Um, I don't know what I'll put Flitty in charge of because she suddenly, in 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 her very flissy way, she suddenly decided that she's moving across the states, um, to Denver from what, Florida. Now? Yeah, yeah, like literally two As days after Christmas or something. And on the way, she's going to pick up a puppy from Dallas. Because everybody knows that the best time to get a puppy is when you're moving to a new home. So she's got that all sorted. So she's got a little miniature Australian shepherd dog um, called Archie that she's going to be picking up in Dallas along with her worldly goods in the back of a (laughs) U-Haul. I tell you somebody who does know about Christmas and that is Hannah Bartlett of Jolly Festive. So she's got some good ideas to share with us on how to save a bit of money and how to, I don't know, treat your kids more as adults at Christmas. and some... You are certainly on the bar. <laughs> on the bar, <laughs> on the sprouts. <laughs> Put them to work. Yeah, so I'm going to have a quick chat with her now. Excellent. So, hi, Hannah. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast sofa. Hannah Bartlett of Jolly Festive, who set up this fab Christmas company with her sister, Jo, a couple of years ago during the pandemic. And it's basically about everything Christmas, isn't it? Hi, yes. It's lovely to meet you both. Absolutely. That's exactly right. We're both Christmas obsessives and decided that the best way for us to keep in contact, despite the challenges that were of a few years ago, um, was to um, share our passion about the holidays. So we talk about any and everything to do with Christmas and literally to the point of playing Christmas songs in April to try and keep ourselves in the zone. <laughs> to keep that energy level up. we would, Liz and I were just talking about Christmas shops in summer and, you know, is it a yes or is it a no? For me, I can't. I have to be in the Christmas mood. But your sister lives abroad, doesn't she? So you do this business from um, both America and from the UK and you've got a great Instagram account called at Jolly Festive. And I was delving in there, internet ferreting, as Liz would call it, and I found some really cool reels and some ideas that you've come up with. And one of them, very, uh, very important this Christmas, is saving money. So what have you? What can you suggest to our listeners on saving money and cutting some corners this year without, you know, losing anything Christmassy about Christmas? No, I think... Oh gosh, it's so important this year, isn't it? We're all looking for those ways that we can shave a few pounds off, well, weight-wise maybe as well, but um, but certainly off the bank um, expenditure. And Joe, my mantra is very much a perfect Christmas doesn't have to be perfect. And in fact, actually a perfect Christmas probably shouldn't be perfect. It's all about those bits that don't quite go according to plan, that went a bit weird and wonderful. And they're the bits that we remember anyway, so, um, you know, and I think back to the Christmas's past for us, it's the one, the, the, you know, the year the Christmas tree fell down or the year that we didn't get the turkey that mum had ordered. You know, it's those kind of things that we remember, right? So, so for us, it's about remembering, and it's a cliche, I get it, but it's remembering that Christmas is about who's around the tree, not what's under it. It's, you know, we... It's that bit about remembering that it doesn't come from a store as uh, we get reminded by the Grinch. So really picking, cherry picking what's important to you and then focusing on those bits and not worrying about the rest of it. So what would be, have you got like three top tips that you can suggest where we can 
save a bit of money this year. Just three. <laughs> all right, you go more. I'll take all the tips you've got, to be honest. Bless you. Um, no, I think it's everything, isn't it? It's with the gifts, you know, don't don't feel that you have to spend on everyone. You either agree with people individually um, that you're going to do secret Santas within a group or that you're not going to do gifts this year. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, Martin Lewis, I think, talks a lot about giving people the... The, the gift of not having to return a gift because you haven't given one in the first place going for the homemade gifts yeah that's wonderful that's that's kind of what it's all about anyway or we really love hamper gifts so you know if you're giving to a family rather than giving something to each individual why not put a hamper of gifts together on a theme and then you can do a mixture of buying a few things that are really special and are carefully you know, thought um, curated for your particular group that you're buying for. But then you can also make some things and actually pick up some fantastic bits in the local charity shop or secondhand from pre-loved. And the nice thing about hampers is you don't have to wrap it. You know, so it doesn't matter that it isn't in the original packaging. Bit more sustainable too then, isn't it? Exactly. So it sort of ticks all the boxes. Um, You can have great fun. I mean, put together a Christmas movie hamper. You know, throw in a snuggly blanket, some homemade hot chocolate mix. We've got movie bingo on our uh, website, which you can download for free. (laughs) A cheeky comment. (laughs) A little plug. Um, But there's, there's just, you can go in any direction pamper evening and do a spa one so we're all about um um, hamper gifts and family gifts and it doesn't have to be in like a a fortnum's hamper does it it can be in an old hat box or a you know a big old cardboard box that you decorate or something like that to keep the the cost down a bit absolutely yeah or wooden crates are brilliant you can pick them up at um you know costco places like that they've got loads of them and i think the charity shops are a great idea i know suzanne baum who's been on our show before, she's recently done an article where she just trailed all the charity shops in London and got all of her family. Uh, Things like a £200 Gucci phone case for about five quid. There's some good stuff out there, isn't there, if you really go looking for it? Definitely. And actually, something I'm really excited that I saw this year is there's a company that have put together a charity shop gift card. So it's like the one for all card that you see for sale, but instead of being for the high street first-hand shops, as it were, it's for the uh, pre-loved shops and the charity shops. And what a great idea that is. That's wonderful. And they need it. They need that income. So what other fab ideas have you got for saving money this Christmas? Oh, gosh. I mean, we could go through every aspect of the celebration because with all sorts of things that you can do. But uh, and one that's going to be really relevant, I think, again, this year is managing the uh, well, the meal itself, the Christmas dinner, and particularly the bird. Um, we all know that, unfortunately, our poor um, uh, bird populations have not had the best year. Um, so that's reason enough to be looking at uh, replacing our turkey or perhaps shrinking our turkey quite controversially we wonder whether people might like to this year go for a smaller turkey and cook a chicken along the side oh (laughs) yeah it's a cheaper option and i reckon once you add all that gravy and bread sauce no one's actually going to realize that you've served them up something else and we won't be getting all that tryptophan so we won't be sleeping straight after lunch either There we go. More people around to do the tidying up. Yes, dishwasher duty. (laughs) 
Exactly. You've got like 101 ideas, haven't you, on your website? What else have you got that we could put into practice? Literally, actually, yes, we have. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, what about Cocktail Taskmaster? Yep, that's my son. Definitely. There you go, with mm-hmm. the martinis. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think um, the idea of getting everyone to bring their leftover bottles or bits of bottles that they've got and then having fun coming up with cocktails, that would make a great evening's entertainment and saves anyone buying on the bottle of Baileys that sits half drunk on the side. That's so true. I think in my youth, we used to call that a Mickey Finn. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you just pour everything. Pretty lethal, but oh, that's a good idea. Well, maybe we should put everything in together. That sounds like some kind of rite of passage at university. It does, rather. It does, yeah. But a cocktail station with even bits of bottles rather than going out and buying full bottles. That's a great idea. Exactly. And there's, I, it's, it's a family celebration, so it's not stressing about airs and graces. It's just being true to what matters to you. I'm really enjoying that as much as you can. Making your own crackers, perhaps? Yes, or get rid of the crackers entirely. Get everyone to bring a silly hat. And before they arrive, they can stick a handwritten joke and a couple of charade suggestions in there and pop it down on a random seat at the table. You've got your crackers sorted. It's almost going back to Victorian times, isn't it, in a way? You know, just going for the old-fashioned games rather than, you know, the commercially expensive gift. I think you're absolutely right. Um, the parlour games are parlour games. Yes, form, that's right. Yes, we've all been watching The Crown anyway, so we know which ones to play. And that other show. Not going to mention that name. <laughs> <laughs> I always um, put a lottery ticket underneath um, the side plate, and I when I go and buy them, and you can get the one pound ones or whatever. It doesn't have to be in the expensive ones, but I always ask them off the same roll because I always think that might increase your chances of winning because you know it's like one in one in five one in ten one in twenty so we always put a lottery ticket underneath each side plate on christmas day what a fab idea but what's the arrangement if someone wins do they they have to share no they keep the money they keep the money all two all two quid of it's all theirs (laughs) (laughs) that's brilliant oh Definitely going to be suggesting that to Joe that we incorporate that in our celebrations. Making your own decorations. I think there's been quite a lot on social media about drying orange slices. Um, so rather than buying them in the shops, just take a orange slice it up, pop it in the oven on a low heat for a while, maybe cook a stew at the same time. So we're managing the costs and then um, go foraging for some beautiful greenery um, as long as it's in a public area and you don't take the original plant. Think you'll be all right um and pine cones and then make your own garland down the table add a few candles in it looks beautiful and it's pennies i'm really liking this idea of of as you said almost going back to like the victorian era of of just things that you make things that you know around you it, it doesn't have to be all plastic it doesn't have to be coming out of a box or you know a bright pink you know, whatever the fashion is, Christmas tree from John Lewis. It can just be really simple. Definitely. I think there's there's very much two themes that are coming to the fore now. It's this either, as you say, go back to basics in terms of the decor and really think about what you can collect rather than what you can buy. Or it's about repurposing things. So whether it's repurposing your own decor from during the year as something for Christmas 
or buying products that can be used for any celebration. So you know, these beautiful paper honeycomb decorations that we're seeing around now, they look amazing, but they'll look amazing at Easter. They'll look amazing in the summer for festivals as well. Festoon lighting's the same. It looks brilliant at whatever season. And I think that's, this, this is a really lovely idea to actually kind of repurpose things throughout the year and make our decor work harder for us rather than keep it in a box that is a great motto make our festive gear work harder for us yes i think that's a great great idea i love your idea about the reverse advent calendar you know places like food banks are really going to need some help families are really going to need a little bit of help before christmas and during christmas period so tell us a bit more about how you do that Oh, it's a lovely idea, isn't it? I wish we could take credit for it. But we, I think it was a lady in Canada who came up with it originally. Um, but the concept is rather than receiving a treat each day, you gift a treat. Um, and it's just such a lovely idea. So either use it as an opportunity to clear your own cupboards if you've got bits that you know you're not going to be able to use within their lifespan um, or taking the opportunity to add one extra item to your shopping basket when you go out um, and collect together through doing that um, a daily item um, so that you have a, a package of 24 things that you can then hand into your local food bank come Christmas Eve is the traditional and you do it in December but you know what do it any month I mean it'll be a wonderful thing to do in January as well the food banks are going to be crying out for as much help as yeah we can that's give true them. that's true we'll put some um, details of how to find your local food bank on our website too on our resources I should say on that it's not just the food as well it's the toiletries it's the nappies it's a whole lot that's really in need so definitely thinking beyond just the food stores yeah now Liz and I we're empty nesters and um so our kids are adult kids I I can't quite call them adults I know they're adults but adult kids (laughs) any ideas for changing changing things up at Christmas when you've got kids coming home who you know (laughs) we've done the nativities we've you know we've done all that lovely childhood stuff but now we're welcoming back adults into our home any ideas on some some new traditions that we could bring in. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's a tricky age. So I think this these young adults spend 11 and a half months of the year being grown-ups. And actually Christmas for all of us is about a little bit of that return to childhood, that return to nostalgia. So I would really take a cue from them as to how much they want to update the traditions and how much they actually love being given that freedom, that kind of special time to embrace those childhood memories. I mean, I don't think you're ever too old for stockings or being read to us the night before Christmas. Is it embarrassing to admit that we still Zoom our dad on Christmas Eve so he can read it to us? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's I love that. I love that. And towards the night before Christmas is our family's favourite too. We still do that on Christmas Eve. And you're right. Why should they grow up? They've grown, as you said, they've grown up all year round. So being a kid at Christmas is possibly the best thing to do. But I will teach my uh, my son to do a really good martini. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, those, those are the things where they can come through with their more adultness, peeling the sprouts, you know, being in charge of making the cranberry sauce or, or something like that. I think those are things that they can they can take up. They can take up the the, the sword on that for us. No, I think you're right. The uh, the responsibilities can extend beyond the dishwashings. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. And now I can't let you go without bringing up 
the TikTok that you recently did that went viral. I can only dream of going viral. (laughs) Liz and I struggle so much with social media. What happened and what was it about? What was your what was your video? Uh, TikTok is still a a wondrous place as far as we are concerned. We do not understand it, but we continue to share ideas and sometimes they do get traction, which is lovely. Um, I think the one that you might be referring to is our Christmas jumper cushion, which actually Channel 5 picked up as well and uh, showed on one of their recent shows, which is we all have leftover Christmas jumpers, whether it is they don't fit anymore or they've grown out the kids or just perhaps don't want to go down that particular avenue this year. Um, So why not dress your cushions with your Christmas jumpers um, and save on um, buying specific cushions for this time of year? And literally, it's not sewing. We we aren't going to get the sewing machines out. It's fold in those two um, sleeves at the top into the neck and fasten with a safety pin and then tuck at the bottom and fasten with safety pins. And it gives your cushions really cute shoulder pads and they look adorable. (laughs) I love it. I'm going to do that straight away because I've got several cushions. And I thought, I do not want to go out and buy more cushions because, you know, for 11 and a half months of the year, they they live underneath my bed. (laughs) But that's a great idea. And I do have a lot of uh, Christmas ugly sweaters, which I'll be delighted to use. (laughs) Hannah, thank you so much for all your ideas. This is brilliant. Enjoy the festive period. I'm sure this is the busiest time of year for you. And keep putting out those really great reels. They're so much fun to look at. And I've got lots of inspiration. So that's Hannah Bartlett from Jolly Festive. And you can find her on Instagram. And what's your website? Uh, we're jollyfestive.com. Easy to remember. Thank you so much, Hannah. An absolute pleasure. And Merry Christmas to you and to everyone listening. That was really good. I like that. Yeah, great ideas. Great ideas. So that's it. 2022. We're nearly done. And we're off for Crimbo, having a little bit of a break and wishing all of our wonderful listeners a really happy Christmas, a wonderful festive period. Whatever religion you are, whatever you're celebrating. Season's greetings. Season's greetings covers it all. So we'll see you all in 2023. Hope you stay with us. Thank you for listening to Two Women Chatting podcast all year and enjoy the festive period with your family. Have a great time. Thanks for listening to Two Women Chatting with our special guests. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a rating and review. Even better, share with your friends. And please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. There's a link on our Instagram bio and Facebook pages. 